Ladies and gentlemen, Patrick Kane is a New York Ranger. It really does feel awesome to say that out loud. Obviously, in recent days, even in recent weeks, trade winds have been blowing, and this was kind of a uh, rumored deal that seems certain to happen. Patrick Kane really wanted to come here, was only going to waive his no-move clause to come to the New York Rangers. Lucky us. But we're going to be talking about this acquisition, uh, why the Rangers absolutely had to do it, why I think just about every Ranger fan could and probably will be on board with this move and also going to discuss what the Rangers gave up to bring in Patrick Kane. All that and more on today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 781 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And to just go ahead and kind of run through what the Rangers gave up, I mean, we had a feeling coming into this thing that they were going to be able to get Patrick Kane for pennies on the dollar. That's just kind of the reality of the situation when you've got a player in Patrick Kane who is only going to waive his no-move clause, or at least this is what we've been led to believe, he will only waive that clause to go to one team, and that, of course, is the New York Rangers. And when that's the case, obviously the Rangers hold all the leverage. I had a feeling that we'd probably see Zach Jones, uh, maybe somebody else going back to the Blackhawks in exchange for Patrick Kane. The Rangers don't give up any players. All they give up is a conditional second-round pick in 2023. That can become a first-round pick. Uh, they also give up a fourth-round pick in 2023. And I'm still kind of looking, you know, the news broke not too long ago here and kind of going through Twitter and just going through the timeline and trying to find out uh, the conditions as far as that second-round pick is concerned. Uh, you know, there was something with Andrew Kopp last year where if the Rangers made it to the Eastern Conference Final, the second-round pick could become a first-round pick, and that's, of course, what happened. Uh, maybe something similar here with Patrick Kane where if they make a deep run or if they win the Stanley Cup, uh, that eventually becomes, you know, a first-round pick uh, for the Black but honestly, I don't really care. Uh, the bottom line is they got one of the all-time greatest hockey players ever, a three-time Stanley Cup champion, a proven playoff performer, a proven winner to come to the New York Rangers for once again, pennies on the dollar. Could not be happier that this deal has gone through. And, you know, I, I do want to go ahead and acknowledge uh, some of the concerns that certain Ranger fans might have. We'll get to that in just a second. First, though, uh, the last little uh, caveat of this deal here, it's being reported that the Rangers and the Blackhawks are going to get a third team involved to help facilitate this deal because the Rangers need another team. You know, the Blackhawks are going to retain 50% of Kane's salary. They need another team to retain 25%. That way they can fit Patrick Kane in underneath the salary cap. And um, it sounds like that's a formality, and that is going to happen. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of very reputable reporters saying that this is a done deal, and Patrick Kane is indeed on his way to the New York Rangers. But for any Ranger fans that might have some reservations about this whole thing, just don't really like Patrick Kane, obviously, uh, he's had some off-ice incidents in the past, some controversy that surrounded him. So I get that. You know, the Rangers have placed an emphasis on character, and I think for the most part they've uh, put together a team of high-character players, high-character individuals. Here are two things, though, for even the, you know, most reluctant Ranger fans to get on board with this move here. Two things that I believe are undeniably true, which hopefully will help you come around to the idea of the Rangers uh, now bring in Patrick Kane to uh, play with the team for at least the rest of this season and uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs as well. Acquiring Patrick Kane undeniably 
unequivocally makes the New York Rangers a better team. There, there's no way that anybody can possibly deny that. As I mentioned, as anybody who's followed hockey is already very well aware, Patrick Kane is one of the all-time greats, three-time Stanley Cup champion. I could list all his stats. I could list all his accolades. We've already done that in other episodes where we you know, talked about the possibility of the Rangers acquiring Patrick Kane. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, his resume speaks for itself. But one of the absolute best to ever lace up a pair of skates. And even after the Rangers traded for Tarasenko, you could very easily make the case that right wing still the biggest weakness on this team. Pre-Tarasenko trade, I think that was undeniable. And it's crazy because going into the trade deadline and we're doing all these trade-centric episodes, and I threw out the idea, it was just kind of a throwaway line that I said on one of these episodes about a month ago, but I said that you could honestly make the case that if the Rangers are going to bring in two and only two players uh, at or near the trade deadline this season, that both of them should be right-wingers. Never in my wildest dreams, my wildest imagination, did I think that those two right wingers would be Vladimir Tarasenko and now Patrick Kane. Certainly, I thought that at least one of them was possible, if not probable. You know, it seemed like there was a good chance that the Rangers were going to go big game hunting and address the right wing spot, which is clearly the biggest weakness on this team. But to get both of these guys, absolutely unreal. Phenomenal job by Chris Drury. Again, it helps that Patrick Kane wasn't seemingly willing to go anywhere else other than the New York Rangers. But uh, credit to the Ranger front office, Chris Drury, recognizing this opportunity, going out, getting your guy, pouncing, and bring him in for pennies on the dollar. Uh, the second thing, that I want to present to the uh, Kane naysayers out there is that, I mean, I kind of already alluded to it, but the Rangers got him for far, far, far less than they should have been able to. And I realize he's 34 years old now. He's not quite prime Patrick Kane, you know, the guy that was winning scoring titles and doing everything else that he was doing, winning Stanley Cups, all that good stuff. But the Rangers just got him for a second round pick that can become a first and a fourth round pick. And that's it. And we're talking about one of the all-time greatest players in the history of this sport. The Rangers didn't have to give up Braden Schneider. They didn't have to give up Philip Heedle. They didn't even have to give up Zach Jones, who, who I would have guaranteed uh, that he would be you know, one of the first couple of players that the Blackhawks would look at, and I think from the Ranger perspective would be reasonable. Um, you know, I like Jones, and I'm glad he's still here and he'll have an opportunity uh, possibly later this season, but I think certainly next season to work his way back into the Ranger lineup. But they didn't give up anything. They didn't, they didn't give up a single player. Will Cooley not involved. Obviously, Brian Othman not involved. Nobody wanted to give up Brian Othman. I mean, he continues to just light up the OHL and uh, seems to have a very, very bright future in this league with the New York Rangers. But they didn't give up a single player, just two draft picks, which could work out or they might not work out. But I have a hard time believing that either one of those two draft picks are going to produce a player as good as Patrick Kane. And I realize, you know, the Blackhawks had to take what they could get. They probably wanted to do right by, you know, their franchise icon. But, I mean, if you're not over the moon about this trade, then I don't know. I mean, I, I understand it to a degree because, you know, the character things and, and all that. But, you know, when you have a chance to win a Stanley Cup and you can bolster that chance tenfold by bringing Patrick Kane and you can do so for, for pennies on the dollar, I, I think it'd be irresponsible, uh, frankly, to not make a move like that. So I'm very, very excited. And the other thing that other Kane naysayers might say is, oh, well, you know, he's slowing down a little bit. He's not really having one of his best seasons. And is he slowing down a little bit? I'd say probably, yeah. You know, he's sort of on the back nine at this point, but he's not ancient. I mean, Patrick Kane right now is 34 years old. And as far as his stats this season, I mean, let's just go through his points real quick. I'm not going to go through all the career stats because we've done that and everybody knows uh, the resume that Patrick Kane has put together. But as far as 2022-2023, Patrick Kane, 54 games, 16 goals, and 29 assists. So he's got 45 points in 54 games. 
that's a down season. That's like a career worst season for Patrick Kane. And keep in mind, he's doing this while playing on the Chicago Blackhawks, who are one of the worst teams in hockey right now. I mean, they are facing a lengthy rebuild, and obviously his numbers are going to be down. He's a minus 23, and I think that probably is not unexpected when you consider um, the team that he's been playing for this season. But yeah, I mean, I think that you know, it's very, very possible that just by going to New York, getting to play with his old buddy Artemi Panarin, getting to join this Ranger team that's absolutely stacked right now, getting to join a team that made a run to the Eastern Conference Final last season, which is a couple of wins away from going to the final, and getting to join a team that is now better this year than they were last year. I mean, I have to believe that's going to light a fire under Patrick Kane and that he's going to basically hit the ground running with the New York Rangers, do everything he can, empty the tank this season, and uh, do what he can to, uh, you know, result in the Rangers, uh, you know, lifting the Stanley Cup over their heads uh, when this is all said and done. And that's much, much easier said than done. Everybody should be really happy, but obviously the Rangers are going to have to fight their way through a lot of really tough opponents uh, in the Eastern Conference this season. We'll, We'll see who they match up against in the playoffs. But, I mean, again, I just can't fathom... Uh, not being excited about this. This is clearly makes the Ranger team better, and uh, you're getting somebody who's been there and done that, one of the all-time greats, playoff performer. The list goes on and on and on. And another thing I'll say to re- to encourage the uh, the Kane naysayers before we you know turn our attention to a couple of other things like you know where Kane's going to line up and uh, what the Rangers gave up you know to get him, which we've already talked about a little bit. One more thing I'll say to the Kane naysayers though, uh, he has showed us in these last four games that he's played with the Chicago Blackhawks that he has a lot left in the tank. In his last four games, Patrick Kane has scored seven goals and picked up three assists. He's averaging two and a half points per game in the last four games. Now, obviously, that is an unsustainable pace. He's not going to continue to do that, score at that rate for the rest of the season and all through the playoffs as well. But obviously, uh, this is not somebody that's washed up. And another another point that I'll make here, Patrick Kane, 34 years old right now. And for anybody saying that he's done, he's shot, you know, he's just not the same player anymore. He's, he's nowhere near what he used to be. Uh, I present to you a couple of other uh, players that are older than Patrick Kane, some of the all-time greats that are currently playing at a very high level, Sidney Crosby. Look, I realize Ranger fans are not the biggest fan of him. Sidney Crosby is 35 years old and uh, having another stellar season. Alex Ovechkin right now, 37 years old. Uh, he's basically trying to track down Wayne Gretzky, having another really nice season for himself at the age of 37. Patrice Bergeron, 37 years old, still playing at a very high level for the Boston Bruins. And I mean, just look at what the Bruins have done this season. And he's obviously a huge part of that. Just a couple of examples there. We could probably go on and on about that all day uh, as far as, you know, older players currently playing, guys that played in the past that were very good players pretty much right to the end, well into their mid to late 30s. But the idea that Kane is washed at the age of 34, I'm not buying it for two seconds. And I think that, uh, you know, change of scenery, chance to go to a contender, chance to play for the New York Rangers and possibly win his fourth Stanley Cup, that's going to be all the motivation he needs uh, for us to see, you know, maybe not quite prime Patrick Kane. I'll give you that, but pretty close to it. I I think Patrick Kane is going to come over and uh, do a great job for this New York Ranger team. We're going to keep everything rolling in just a second, though. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, you know, just everything the Rangers had to do to pull this thing off, the salary cap gymnastics, uh, when Patrick Kane might debut. I see no reason why he can't be out there on Wednesday night against the Flyers. And just the fact that this is such a big story, not just for Ranger fans, but for hockey fans everywhere. And I'll explain why uh, in just a second. But first, got to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Indeed. No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you've got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. 
If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you do not pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process, find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match assessments and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed makes it easy to hire great talent. According to Comscore, Indeed is the number one job site worldwide, and Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job posts at Indeed.com slash locked on. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash locked on to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. And we just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, and we'll keep everything rolling here. I mean, I was all prepared to come on here and talk about, you know, the players that the Rangers gave up, you know, maybe a Will Cooley, maybe a Zach Jones. Zach Jones was the one that I really was pretty confident that would be involved in this trade, but I'm glad he's still here. You know, Jones, mixed results and limited action in the NHL, but somebody that still has some upside, good puck-moving defenseman, somebody that can play on the power play. A little bit undersized, but certainly there's some upside there. And the Rangers in the past have, you know, indicated that they've been pretty high on him. And uh, Jury gets this job done without even giving up Zach Jones or, like I said, any of the other important New York Ranger prospects. As far as the second rounder, I mean, I'm on Twitter right now and I'm trying to find uh, the exact uh, conditions here as far as, you know, what makes that second round pick. Because it's a conditional second round pick that the Rangers gave up. Uh, what makes that second round pick eventually become a first round pick? And I'm not seeing it as of yet. It's possible that those details are not yet available. But like I said, um, I get the feeling it's probably reasonable. And if we're in a situation where that second round pick becomes a first round pick, then obviously the Rangers have made another uh, pretty deep run. So we'll be in a good spot if that does happen. It's not something that's going to keep me up at night because the Rangers just got Patrick Kane. Uh, something else I wanted to mention here, though, I feel like, you know, there's going to be uh, some scrutiny from other hockey fans, namely other fan bases, as far as how this whole thing went down. You know, Patrick Kane obviously made it tough on the Blackhawks because he's, again, we we don't like have a direct quote from Patrick Kane here, but all indications are that he was only going to accept this trade to the New York Rangers. And, you know, that's not fair. And he put the Blackhawks in a tough spot. I mean, yes, he did put the Blackhawks in a tough spot, but 
you got to remember when players are negotiating their contracts and they get a no move clause put in there, um, it, it's very possible that they're leaving at least a little bit of money on the table to have that put in there. And now you see why they did it. Uh, Patrick Kane being a great example here. He gets to control his destiny. He spent his entire career with the Chicago Blackhawks. He doesn't want to go somewhere that he doesn't want to go to. And so he exercises his right to use that no move clause and use the leverage and say, look, I'm only accepting a deal to the Rangers. And he has every right to do that. Now, look, of course, Patrick Kane's last uh, deal was for eight years, $84 million. He's in the final year of that deal. That's an annual salary of $10.5 million. So look, nobody's going to feel bad for Patrick Kane, but I would imagine he probably left at least a little bit of money on the table to get that no move clause put in. Teams don't just hand them out like it's Halloween candy or anything like that. That's all part of the negotiations. That's all part of the business side of hockey. And Patrick Kane has every right to use that no move clause. If he didn't want to go anywhere, if he didn't want to go to the Rangers or anywhere else and just wanted to play out his contract, he would have every right to do that as well. That's what the no move clause is for. And uh, Patrick Kane obviously took advantage of it. I also wanted to talk about uh, just the situation going on with Braden Schneider. We had that bizarre situation where he sat on the bench the entire last game, as did Ryan Carpenter, other than when he served uh, the five-minute major that was given to Keandre Miller. Uh, Braden Schneider, not part of this deal. I know there was a there was a report for ESPN, and I, I just get the feeling that, uh, you know, this person just wasn't really in the know of what was going on, but he suggested that Braden Schneider could be involved in this trade for Patrick Kane simply because, um, you know, Kane did not play in the last game and he's been sent down to the minors, quote unquote. That was obviously done for for salary cap uh, purposes. But Braden Schneider was never going to be included in this deal. I, I don't think there's any way possible, um, you know, losing Braden Schneider to begin with. He's just off to an amazing start in his career. I, I think the sky is the limit for him. But to trade away Braden Schneider and bring in Patrick Kane. I mean, look, you got Kane, you're still excited, but losing Braden Schneider would really weaken uh, the Ranger blue line. The Rangers have five really good defensemen who you feel really, really good about. Uh, Fox, uh, Lindgren, Truba, Miller, and Schneider. You can pencil those guys in there every single night, provide, of course, that they're not healthy, or in uh, Miller's case, not suspended. And Miller, by the way, did get a three-game suspension. Um, but, you know, those guys are, are, are very, very solid for the Rangers, and there's no reason to think that the Rangers would weaken their third-line pairing uh, by including Braden Schneider in a deal like this. Honestly, I feel like it'd be more likely that they would trade uh, a Will Cooley, maybe even a Brandon Offman, just because Offman isn't here yet and obviously would not weaken the current Ranger roster. Um, but yeah, to me, Braden Schneider was never going to be put into this trade. I will say, though, that, you know, that, that paper transaction that the Rangers did where they sent him down to the minors, um, it's just that. It's a paper transaction. He was never going to play a game for the Hartford Wolfpack, was never even going to dress for the Hartford Wolfpack, and was always going to come back up here, um, you know, assuming Wednesday, because that's when the Rangers play next. Um, but it does, and I looked this up, it does hurt in certain situations these players uh, in the wallet when there's a paper transaction like this that sends them down to the minors. So I hope that Patrick Kane, you know, maybe takes out Braden Schneider for steak or, you know, maybe all the veterans, all the high-paid guys, you know, buy him something nice um, because it does briefly hurt him in the wallet because technically uh, he's in the AHL right now and not the NHL. But he'll be back before long and, you know, doing his thing on the, the Ranger third pairing there. Um, so glad it worked out. Glad Braden Schneider's still here. But uh, to be honest, I never thought for a second uh, that he would be involved in this trade. But we're going to keep everything rolling here. I want to talk about uh, if and when Patrick Kane, well, I mean, obviously we know he is going to join the Ranger team. We'll talk about when. I would imagine it'll probably be Wednesday night uh, in Philadelphia against the Flyers. Also going to talk about why this is just a huge, huge hockey story. One of the bigger uh, deadline transactions that we've seen 
over the past however many years you want to go back. And I'm also going to talk about how and why Patrick Kane can become a New York Ranger legend. And he can do this even if he's only here for the rest of this season. Going to discuss all those things in just a second. But first, we got to let everybody know that today's episode of Locked on New York Rangers is brought to you by FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet does not win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, let's keep everything rolling here. Patrick Kane is a New York Ranger. Try saying that out loud at least once or twice. It feels pretty good to uh, to actually acknowledge it out loud because obviously, you know, the trade rumors have been swirling, but it's official. He's here, and uh, we're going to see him dressing for the New York Rangers, which leads me into my next point, and that's when he will make his debut. Look, as I'm recording this, it is 3.52 p.m. Eastern time, and the Rangers have a game in Philadelphia uh, tomorrow night. Right now, what what day is it? I can't even keep track of this stuff anymore, man. What what it's Tuesday right now. Rangers are in Philadelphia on Wednesday. The puck drops at 7:30 for that one. He's got more than 24 hours. I see no reason why Patrick Kane cannot be on the next plane to Philadelphia. He can meet the team there, do whatever he's got to do. No reason why uh, he shouldn't be in the lineup for that game against the Philadelphia Flyers. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And honestly, it's going to be must-see TV, uh, I would say, for for pretty much any hockey fan. It's just going to be surreal to see Patrick Kane playing for a different team, playing on the New York Rangers, uh, probably playing on the same line as Artemi Panarin, his old buddy there in Chicago. And I mentioned a second ago, like, why this is such a, a big news story, such a big hockey story, such a big sports story, uh, even for just general hockey fans in general, in addition to New York Ranger fans. To begin with, Patrick Kane is a Chicago sports icon. There, there's no other way to say it. One of the all-time best. Uh, I can't quite put him on, you know, Michael Jordan's level, obviously, but if you're going to do like a Mount Rushmore of Chicago athletes, I think Patrick Kane uh, makes the cut there. Uh, the fact that uh, he's just one of the all-time greats and the fact that he's delivered three Stanley Cup championships to the city of Chicago. And basically, I mean, Jonathan Taze had a hand in it as well and some other guys, um, but he turned the Chicago Blackhawks from a cellar dweller, a perennial laughingstock, into a bona fide contender. And as I just mentioned, as I've mentioned several times, as I will continue to, to mention, uh, three-time Stanley Cup winning team in the span of, you know, what, about like six or seven years there, whatever it was. So it's going to be pretty crazy to see him playing uh, in a different jersey, on a different team. And, um, you know, I, I would imagine that all hockey fans, if, if your team isn't playing that night, you got to tune into this game and you got to see Patrick Kane making uh, his New York Ranger debut. Another thing I mentioned just a second ago is that Patrick Kane has just a tremendous opportunity here. He can become a New York Ranger legend, and he can do that even if he leaves in free agency this offseason. And that's a whole nother, you know, debate. 
Uh, we'll see, you know, if Patrick Kane wants to stick with the Rangers. I mean, I had his uh, his cap-friendly page open not that long ago. I, I don't have it open right now. Um, but I looked at his career earnings. It's well over $100 million, easily over $100 million. So if he wants to take, like, a big-time discount to stay a New York Ranger after this season, uh, I don't think I would say no to that. The Rangers are in a championship window right now, and, um, you know, they need to do everything they can to— to push their chips in and go get a championship because championships are few and far between uh, when you cheer for this New York Ranger team. But the way that Patrick Kane can become a New York Ranger legend, and again, this is true, even if he's only here for this half season and the playoff run, winning a Stanley Cup. The Rangers, since 1940, we're all very well aware of this. There's no running from it. There's no sugarcoating it. The Rangers, since 1940, have a grand total of just one Stanley Cup championship. That championship, of course, occurred in 1994, but for anybody who was around back then, and even anybody who's not, even some of the younger listeners, think about just how revered every single player from that 1994 Stanley Cup championship team really is. I mean, everybody from the superstar players, you know, Messier obviously was the captain, Brian Leach, Adam Graves, Mike Richter, they were kind of like, you know, the four faces of that team back then, but you could take it further. I mean, you could go to somebody like Glenn Anderson, who... I mean, fantastic player, but he was only here as a rental that season, and, you know, he was gone the next season. Uh, you know, Steve Larmer was here for, for not a whole lot of time, but he was brought in during the season. Um, you've got guys like, you know, Doug Lidster. Doug Lidster was a healthy stretch for, you know, big portions of the season. Jay Wells was just like a, you know, a tough player that uh, could run out the lineup for you. But what do all those players have in common? Every single last one of them is remembered by New York Ranger fans and in pretty much every case, revered by New York Ranger fans. Because whether you were the superstar or, you know, the healthy scratch or whatever the case might have been, you were a part of the team, the only team that has delivered a Stanley Cup championship to the New York Rangers in the past 82 years. And we're looking at a similar situation here. And it's especially true with Patrick Kane. Because if Kane comes over here and spearheads a Ranger run to the Stanley Cup, then he is instantly a New York Ranger legend. Everybody will look at him as, you know, the final piece of the puzzle, that last move that this team had to go out and make if they were to make a run in the playoffs and get through all these tough teams in the Eastern Conference and uh, beat whoever comes out of the Western Conference in the finals. If that happens, Patrick Kane, instant legend with the New York Rangers because you know he's not going to be a passenger. If the Rangers win the Stanley Cup, and again, it's a huge if, there's a long way to go, but if that does happen... Uh, he's going to have a big, big role in the Rangers accomplishing that feat. And it's true of every player on the Rangers, even right now. You know, whoever it might be, whether it's uh, Nico Mikola or Artemi Panarin, everybody in between, um, whether you're a superstar or somebody who's a healthy scratch, if the Rangers win a Stanley Cup, all those players will be remembered fondly by Ranger fans. But it's even more true of somebody like Patrick Kane, who already has made a name for himself, is already a legend in Chicago and just in general in hockey. If he comes over and... Again, if the Rangers win a Stanley Cup, Patrick Kane is an instant legend in New York. And if that doesn't motivate Patrick Kane, I don't know what does. Uh, as far as, you know, kind of just some more practical things to look at here before we call it a day, uh, you know, I was thinking about the line combinations. I think you're probably looking at a situation where the Rangers stick with the same top line, uh, left to right, Kreider, Mika, Tarasenko. Tarasenko, the last couple of games, has been playing on that line. And I think, you know, the fact that this trade has been in the works for Patrick Kane, you know that it's going to happen. Um, it just makes more sense to put Tarasenko where you think he's going to be after the Rangers trade for Kane. And I, I think that's what we've seen over these last handful of games here. Tarasenko playing with Kreider and Mika. I think the second line certainly then would be Panarin. Uh, left to right, Panarin, Trocek, and now Patrick Kane. Barclay Goodrow has been holding it down on the second line the last handful of games, but obviously he's going to make way for Patrick Kane, I would certainly have to imagine. Um, so that's your second line. 
third line. They've been rolling with the kid line pretty frequently. Lafreniere, Hito, Kako. I don't see any reason to change that. And the fourth line. This is the best fourth line that the Rangers have had all season. I, I don't think it can even be debated. Left to right, you're probably looking at Tyler Mott, Barkley Goodrow, and Jimmy Vesey. And I realize the Rangers seem to prefer Goodrow on the wing, but, I mean, we just got Patrick Kane, and we need somebody to center the fourth line, and it's going to be Barkley Goodrow. I think that's pretty much the long and short of that. How about power plays? I mean, think of the embarrassment of riches that the Rangers have right now as it pertains to their two power play units. Now that they've brought in both Tarasenko and Patrick Kane. And to try to figure out who's going to play with who, it's a daunting task here, but this is what I've come up with. I was trying to map it out a little bit earlier today when, you know, it seemed pretty obvious that the Rangers were going to be getting Kane. Um, I think this is what I would do. Top power play unit, we got to go Kane, Panarin. I, I want the two of them out there together. Uh, Mika, you know, that one-timer, he's just too good to not have on the top unit. Chris Kreider is the net front presence. You have to have him out there. And I would say Adam Fox, you know, you need a defenseman. And I mean, who wouldn't want Adam Fox, you know, quarterbacking the top power play unit. So I think those are the five that I go with on the top unit. As far as the second unit, I'm thinking Tarasenko, uh, Trocek, Philip Hedl, you know, Hedl needs to be out there. He's cooled off a little bit, but he was hot for a while. Uh, you need a defenseman. So I will say Keandre Miller over Jacob Truba. Although with Miller suspended right now, you can go with uh, Truba for the time being. And then the last spot, it has to be either Kako or Lafreniere, I would think. Either Kako or Lafreniere is going to get squeezed off of the power play entirely. And, you know, they make it a shift every now and then. But, you know, the top 10 players is going to squeeze one of those guys out. I would probably go with Kako over Lafreniere, but you can make a case for either one of them. Uh, another random thought that I had here was, uh, you know, Patrick Kane's been an alternate captain for the Chicago Blackhawks uh, pretty much forever at this point. And, uh, you know, with the Rangers, you know, it's not that big of a deal either way. You could make him an additional alternate captain. Obviously, right now, Jacob Trouba is the captain. And then you've got alternating alternate captains. You know, we see Mika wear the A. We see Kreider wear the A. Uh, Panarin and Goodrow as well. You could add a fifth alternate captain and have Kane be one of the alternates for certain uh, games if you want to do that. But I don't think Kane's really likely to care all that much. But I'm curious to see what they'll do there. Um, as far as alternate captaincy is concerned. I figure we could pretty much call it there, though. I mean, I feel like, you know, we just did this whole episode. This is the Kane to New York Ranger, uh, you know, episode here, premiere episode for Locked On New York Rangers. And uh, I feel like there's so much more we could talk about. I could probably sit here and talk for another hour if I wanted to. But, um, you know, I, I figure we'll save some other aspects for a, a different episode. And obviously, Ranger's going to be in action on Wednesday night in Philadelphia against the Flyers. We're going to talk about that. And uh, whatever happens in that game, certainly we'll focus it on Kane quite a bit. Can't wait to see him out there as a New York Ranger uh, competing alongside his new teammates. Uh, the other thing that I mentioned very briefly, uh, Keandre Miller suspended three games for the spitting incident, and I can't really argue with that. I know there's some people claiming that it was an accident. I know Miller said it was an accident. Um, bottom line, he spit in the direction of one of his opponents, and you knew a, a suspension was coming, and uh, he gets three games there. Uh, and then the last thing, I just want to remind everybody, I will be taking a vacation uh, next week, uh, Monday through Friday, and then the following Monday and Tuesday as well. But the one last thing that I want to mention here, you know, every time we do an episode like this where the Rangers win a big playoff game, or they make a big trade, or something controversial happens, I always get the feeling that we've probably got some new listeners. And so for anybody who might be new to the show, maybe this is your first time watching Lockdown New York Rangers, let me just say, uh, definitely stick around. You know, we have a ton of fun covering this team together. We've kind of developed our own little uh, New York Ranger community here. 
Uh, I feel like I've made a bunch of friends just from being the, the, the host of this podcast. And it's a very friendly, very welcoming environment that, you know, everybody who listens to this show and everybody uh, who watches this show is really worked to, uh, to cultivate here. And it's just a really cool thing. So if you are new to the show, definitely stick around. It is the only daily New York Ranger podcast in existence. We don't miss any days here, uh, off season, preseason, regular season, postseason, whatever it might be. Um, you know, if it's a weekday, we're going to have you guys, uh, a, uh, Locked on New York Ranger podcast episode. So definitely stick around. And for the old school listeners, can't thank you guys enough. There's people that have been listening right from the very beginning. And uh, we're on this ride together. It's always a blast talking New York Ranger hockey. And uh, like I said, uh, we're very much looking forward to seeing what Patrick Kane uh, can do on Wednesday against the Philadelphia Flyers. But that will do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And definitely subscribe to Locked On New York Rangers YouTube channel. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time.